0: Fit out with side bags and cool stuff. Talk to Under. Go to SkinOnSkins.com. That's dot com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. He'll put the zipper back in. Talk to under at skin on at 20th and mission. Check them out at skin on Volunteer for the San
1: Francisco food bank, the San Francisco food bank, Release on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year, enough for 93,000 meals every day. But they can't do it without volunteers. Visit www.sffoodbank.org/volunteer. Again, www sffoodbank.org slash volunteer to find out how you can help
3: All right, all right, House of Pride Radio coming at you. I'm Tweeka Turner here, live from San Francisco. My God, it's been a pretty minute before we've had a live show, but I'm so happy to have our first guest in the studio with me the one and only uh carly ozar can you hear me
4: hi thank you so much for having me i'm so happy to be here tonight
3: yes folks you heard it right here carly and i will be uh spilling some tea playing some cool music and uh talking about her past present and future in the music biz so don't go anywhere we'll be right back All right. Welcome back. It's a Wednesday night here in San Francisco. Uh, The pandemic, the Omicron, uh, seems to be subsiding a lot everywhere in the nation. Well, that's good. And so folks are are gathering once again. Uh, We have our administrator, Pam Benjamin, doing a live show right on the corner. Uh, That's a comedy every, I think it's every Wednesday. Is that right, Pam? And the name of that is Pam-tastic, I want to say? Dinner and a show at Asiento, that fabulous bar on the corner right here uh, around 21st in uh, Florida. So, folks, if you want something to do, we have a whole, like, corner of activities on Wednesday. We've got Pam on one corner and House Pride Radio on the other. I'd like to introduce my first guest again, Carly Ozar. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's great to have you. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Um, I love
4: the setup we have. Fabulous location here. Uh, Yeah, that's good. I can hear myself a lot better there. Yes. Um, Yeah, it was just uh, fate that day that we saw each other on the corner of 18th and Castro for that fundraiser, and then all of a sudden, boom, we're we're together again right after.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our relationship goes back a little further with our our fabulous collaboration with Poyo Del Mar.
4: And your remix (laughs) was one of my, my favorite, like... Well, of, of that whole that whole incredible experience
3: can you give us the like short version of how that song how you came to be a part of that song
4: sure okay so Poyo had ideas so Poyo del mar is who we're talking about
3: um, yes he's famous she, local luminary and beyond
4: yeah and she's currently making quite a splash in the world of wrestling um So she's a drag queen you all should follow, if you don't already, Pollo Del Mar, chicken of the sea, and you'll (laughs) find her on Instagram, Pollo Del Mar fans, I think, is what her Instagram is, but yeah, Pollo Del Mar fans, that's who you should follow. Um, She decided that I should record house music, and she was like, girl, I know you want to sing musical theater, I know you love Broadway, but... I really think you should try your hand at house music and singing like the club stuff. And I was like, me, like it just didn't suit my personality at first. And then I was like, okay. I just was like, all right, sounds fun. Cause like I used to listen to junior Vasquez and I used to listen to, um, uh, Oh my gosh. There's, it's, um, one by one. He did. He remixed shares one by one. That might have been junior Vasquez as well. I listened to a ton of remixes when i was a kid it was what i danced to it was what i loved the most and i always would oh i wanted to be la bouche i wanted to be like oh da, 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 de, da, 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 right so what, what
3: were some of their hits i remember that oh, babe, oh, baby,
4: yeah. that's like what i wanted to do
3: right <laughs> i want to be your lover
4: but, yeah yeah and then the real mccoy the real mccoy the you know another night another dream not always you i freaking love that stuff an ace of bass like guilty pleasure on steroids i love it oh my
3: god that was like a genre right there was that i can't remember when that was was that the 90s yeah okay i
4: am a child of the (laughs) 90s and so like i i was like yeah if i could join the ranks of those like incredible remixes but in my mind i thought you had to have a hit that you like wrote and then i found out that like nobody writes anything anymore you know whatever um but and then um
3: A voice in production, honey.
4: Yeah. And then Annie Lennox is also a huge influence and Alison Moye from Yaz. So like oh, the yeah. two of them are kinda like also my shoulder angels. I I call like the people that guide me through my life my shoulder angels. If you've ever seen Emperor's New Groove, that's like where I got it from. But um yeah, like Annie Lennox's voice and Allison Moyet of Yaz, especially in like situation and all of that, was like extre- extremely influential in my life, and Whitney Houston. And so, Poyo, mm-hmm. I guess, picked up on that and was like, "You should do my, um, my hook and make it up and have fun."
3: And at this point, you had no idea what the song was about, or no, okay, <laughs> no. And she sent
4: me the raw vocals, and I was like, "This is the ridiculous, like, this is the most brilliant, most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, like." Not Ridiculous Bad, just like so over the top. Like it just made like camp come to life in EDM form and I love it. I'm here for all of it. Um, And then I came up with a hook in the studio and I was just like, and he sent it and everybody was really happy with it. And that's sort of when that interest was sort of born and developed and I've written a lot of songs since and I love it.
3: Now you're you um are you from New York?
4: I'm not. I'm from I'm from here. I was raised in Belmont and I went away to um New York for about ten years to pursue some opportunities there and the pandemic brought me home and I'm back in San Francisco.
3: Fabulous. And so it we can say like Poil was your your Clublandia mother, your club mother. 100%. <laughs> like, we have drag mothers, but she's your I have a drag mother, mother
4: <laughs> and then I have, yeah, Clublandia drag mother, for sure. Yeah, well, Poyo's an inspiration, and, and she really is, like, paving a way that is super cool to watch.
3: Well, folks, I'd like to hear, let you guys hear the, uh, the results of this adventure <gasps> into Clubland. now. <gasps> we're going to play it! <laughs> <laughs> well, I think one will want to play the. Well, you know, you've been releasing, like you said. Poyo introduced you, but you've been producing, rele- writing, yeah. and releasing your own. And you're just coming off a real big hit on the record pools, and it's called uh, "Better Love." Yeah. Um, it's a song that it's it's Donnie featuring you, Carly yes. O'Zar. Yeah,
4: Donnie wrote the song.
3: And you, you're belting it out.
4: Yeah, it's a good song.
3: <laughs> Folks, let's have a listen. Uh, it's still out there, available everywhere on all digital platforms. But check it out. Here it is, "Better Love." Better Love. Oh my God, that's such a great song. Folks, if you want to get more of a taste of that song, go right to, I don't know, iTunes, anywhere, right?
4: Yep, iTunes, Beatport. Um, You can, yeah, absolutely access it that way uh it's really fantastic and it's released on our label sobel nation
3: sobel nation and do you uh know some of the remixers that are involved
4: um yeah i uh <clears throat> i know e39 Sorry. i know um larry peace i know um i i have to like really refresh but yes i've, yeah. I've worked with a lot of uh producers on that label and they're all fantastic
3: Wow. Well, I'm loving better love. Uh, (laughs) Looking forward to more music coming down the pike from you guys. Um, But let's go back. Let's go a little way back uh, to when you first uh, realized you had a a voice to share with the world, or maybe not even that, know that. But when did you have an inkling that you had a voice?
4: Oh, um, my mom took me to see a production of The Music Man when I was really young. I was eight years old. And my mom was like, you're not going to – If you, she was like, you um, – if you don't like this, I don't care. This is one of my favorite shows, and you're going to sit there, and you're going to watch it. You know, she was trying to tell me, like, you know, if you want to go home at intermission, we're not – because I love this show so much, you know. And she took me, and I was, like, obsessed with what I saw, and I started to sing Till There Was You all the time. Um, I kind of wanted to be Shirley Jones at first, and then I realized pretty quickly – my roles were not her roles but i still loved the music and fell in love with rogers and hammerstein after meredith wilson and sort of that's what gave me the singing thing and then i would watch concerts of elvis and carol burnett as a kid <laughs> <laughs> and so i would just start to sing around the house and my mom got me into like piano and voice
3: Oh, so your mom had sort of a major driving wheel in in the beginning of your career.
4: Yeah, she was like, I know, to, I know that she can sing, and it's not just like a, it's it's just something we need to pay attention to.
3: Does she, Does the fruit fall f- close to the tree?
4: I n- no. <laughs> <laughs> so mom
3: doesn't have a musical bra- background, but she recognized. My that-
4: mom can read some music and play some piano.
3: Oh, Okay, yeah. And she
4: reads music. She can read music. And sure. she,
3: and so she was. She spotted that you had something yeah. that needed to be nurtured.
4: Yeah. And so she got That's me so cool. Yeah, some nice teachers and I sang, you know, and th- my instrument is more of a classical beast. And uh, so I had my background in that. And then I just sort of wove my way through my life into my, into my, into my thirties and discovered, you know, that dance music is kind of where it's at for, for what I like to do. And then, Um, occasional other projects and other genres that find me that I make my heart happy, all I'm part of.
3: Absolutely. Did you, um, in high school and college, uh, continue pursuing theater?
4: Yeah, I was in several productions in high school. Um, Oh, oh, cool. I I got to do Lucky Stiff, Sound of Music, Sweeney Todd, um, and we were able to have that kind of, like, you know, big... We had a big budget so we could put on these pretty impressive productions. And uh, college was more a balance between opera and musical theater, more opera. Um,
3: What's What kind of voice do you have for opera?
4: I'm a contralto.
3: What does that mean for a layweight person?
4: A lightweight person? <laughs> a layweight oh, person. Oh, lay, okay, <laughs> so, <laughs>
5: got it.
4: Um, a contralto is kind of like the tenor part, or it's like just above the tenor, depending, it's below a mezzo. Um, so it's it was, a lower register. Yeah, it's lower. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's right for a lot of Wagnerian uh, directions.
3: Oh, very cool. So, did you pursue that in college and, and go on auditions and all of that crazy stuff?
4: I, um, I, I kind of dipped my toe in several places. Um, like, I auditioned for operetta. I did operetta. I did the Bracebridge Dinner in Yosemite. It was a big opera gig. Oh, very cool. Um, I did six seasons of Forty Second Street Moon. Got my equity card, and then you know I left college because it wasn't it wasn't a good place for me. Um, but I still started kind of working on nightclub work and working with musicians and trios and.
3: Also you developed an act like a yeah, one so woman show. Yeah, so I did a
4: cabaret and I headlined Feinsteins. I'm, I'm not trying to like list my resume. And you way. in fact you that's were what just I'm doing. Uh, at That's what I'm doing. <laughs> you were
3: just at Feinsteins, weren't you? A, I was
4: not at Feinsteins. Oh, I thought I saw
3: it. I must have made a mistake. That's but, okay. Yeah.
4: I'm trying to think of last where
3: I month was. were you in a
4: I was at Oasis like like 5 days ago. Okay. Oasis was fabulous. We did a whole Sondheim tribute with like some of the most fantastic singers in the That's Area. what it was, yes. Yeah, it was amazing. And so I dip my toe still continuously. I'll be your disco diva, um, <laughs> house wailing queen. Um, and I'll also, you know, play Madame Tenardier or uh, Mama Morton in your production of Les Mis or Chicago. Or I can write a song for your wedding. I've written a bunch of electric dance music um, songs for celebrations and my friends' milestones like in their lives. So that's, like, a thing I offer as well is, like, instead of, like, a wedding present, I write them a whole, like, dance song and release it on the label. <laughs> and they love it. Um, I base each song on, like, how they met each other. All this, the lyrics are about them in a way. Um, and c- becomes a fun club hit that they can play at their wedding. It's, like, really fun.
3: You are diversified.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um. Give us an example, a couple of examples of highlights in New York, your time in New York.
4: Okay. Um, well.
3: Did you enjoy the uh, the decade in New York?
4: Oh, yeah. I got so much out of it. I was able to come home and put everything I learned to work and to, you know, used used all everything I learned to come back here and be able to, like, land on my feet after a struggle, you know, with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean it's been easy but I've been able to use the training that I got and I've been able to turn it around and become you know a theater educator with that information and work on my craft while doing so in that way um but my highlights in New York so this is like a really cool story I'll do the this is like a link It says like it's like a chain link story there's gonna be so many um Like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. (laughs) So, okay, so I was a competitor in this Hell's Kitchen gay bar, rise bar, um singing competition and one night the judges the judges were all these big broadway names and some like tv and film stars and blah blah blah
3: oh very cool so it's yeah pretty high level
4: it was i mean it's it's hell's kitchen it was a it was it was just fun but like yeah Yeah. the the people behind it were really good and the, the hosts were talented and whatever so um and i met some of my closest friends that i'm still close with today through that competition Um, so what happens is Telly Leung, who was Aladdin on Broadway, he's the judge. And so the genre that night is electric dance music. And so I bring one of my originals, um, one of my EDM tracks that like I hadn't released anything yet. I wasn't even signed on the label yet. And he, everybody loved my song, but he said in the microphone after I sang like, you need to cut a dance like you need to be discovered by like a dance label or something or you need to cut an album i will buy your album like he was just super supportive yeah yeah so a week later um i get an email from him and he's like i i can't do this gig would you like to do it and i'm like what this guy's offering me this gig so the gig was to work with tim davis who was the guy who did all the musical direction for glee all those years. So all the vocal arrangements assembled, all of the vocal stuff. So he's a big deal in LA.
3: Big gig.
4: So he was coming to New York to do this huge, um, concert for the Trevor project. And the Trevor project is about, you know, suicide prevention. It's a hotline, you know, all about it, right. It's for LGBT. So, yeah. So it was to raise all this money.
3: Yeah. And
4: so, telly was like i can't do this but he needs singers and i recommended you oh my god what so, a great
3: what a great so
4: and it was gonna be yeah on like opportunity and, yeah so then it, the story I, I don't know how much time i have let me know um so somehow all of the singers that he was put in contact with like couldn't do the gig for some reason everybody was working okay which is great but he still needed a huge choir for this thing and we were we were on the same bill as imagine dragon's Shoshana Bean. We were backing Shoshana Bean up. We were, um, singing. We were we were singing with Dear Evan Hansen, the Broadway cast, all this stuff, and so how oh, much
3: how much uh, uh, stage time were you allotted?
4: We had several songs. We had wow. like six songs, and we had to learn all of them. And we had rehearsal, and it was really fun. And so what happened was nobody could do the gig. So he so Tim sends out this like, if any of you have any friends that can come do this, we'd love. We need to to. Make our choir bigger. It's a Trevor
3: project, folks.
4: So I got like 25 people. And I brought all my friends. So it turned into this huge thing. And like at the gig, we met Dennis O'Hare. We met Randy Rainbow. We met Tay Diggs. We met Imagine Dragons. We sang backup for Shoshana Bean. And then Dear Evan Hansen canceled. And the afternoon before. And he cast from our singers. So all of a sudden... A bunch of singers, two of them who got the gig because I brought them in, were like singing You Will Be Found, and they all nailed it. And it was just the most star-studded evening. And then two years after that happened... I was on Tim's mailing list after all of that, and he sends a whole thing about an audition for Lincoln Center, and he goes, here's where you submit, here's where you do this, the pay is this much, go ahead. So I looked at that mailer, 60 emails, right? So I look at the gig, backup singer at Lincoln Center. I'm like, okay, so I submit my stuff. I don't know how many other people did, but I got the job,
3: Amazing, and so
4: then I got to debut at Lincoln Center with four other vocalists who were picked from that list. And so, like the gig that started in Hell's Kitchen at the vocal competition gave me the gig at the Marriott downtown in Broadway on Broadway Mm -hmm. with all those crazy acts. And then all those years later, because I was on that list, I got to do my Lincoln Center debut. That is New York
3: so (laughs) you you know folks it's all about connections if you have (laughs) talent you know never give up just keep uh throwing dots because let me here's a great example and yeah just keep going just keep going wow what a trip yeah and there's so much
4: more but like well that's another show
3: (laughs) i'm looking on itunes and, and folks i encourage you to check out um carly's uh repertoire um I'm seeing Peace Train, <laughs> Joe Dickinson and Carly O'Zar.
4: Yeah, we did a really cool um, song release of Peace Train by Cat Stevens. Yeah, love I it. love that song so much.
3: When was that? Is that was that a, it was oh, a couple t- years ago? Yeah. It was kind
4: of right at the start of the bad like lockdown period, and we we just got to work and did that.
3: Can we? Have yeah, a little do it. We'll okay. Do the
4: Mike Ross.
3: Okay, let's do the Mike Ross uh, remix here. at see, uh, we'll play a little sample of it. Thank you. hey that was a pretty generous sample from itunes thank you itunes (laughs) peace train i'm loving it and there's a bunch of remixes not just that one uh so folks check it out wow that was fun and uh, we'll play uh we'll play poils a little bit (laughs) later we'll go out with that i guess um but uh geez do you guys have anything are you working on right now
4: Um, Okay, so I am working with one of my favorite producers named Leo Frappier from the house of Frappier here in San Francisco, and um, we are releasing a song called Carry On um, for Pride this year, and it's actually the first song I ever wrote um, almost 10 years ago, and um, I wanted to develop it in a certain way and it took a couple detours and I just sort of neglected it and then finally came back to it. And I have um, the members of Colorblind Dilemma um, on there as well. I have Odin Rosado playing guitar and I have Jerry Herrera playing banjo. And um, yeah, we are finishing up and we want to drop it for Pride and... Uh, right, I want to put it out there I want to sing it on a float I'm just putting it out there <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't know how to make that happen but I would love to sing it on a float or you know whatever it's a great song um, you it, should
3: pitch the idea on their website The uh...
4: yeah I've sent it already oh, good. oh yeah they have it I sent that out like the second week of January
3: but if anyone is on the committee and listening to us <laughs> yes
4: I would love to have my song involved in something because it's a really great pride anthem and I'm really proud of it
3: um, what is uh, can, you, can you give us a little sample of what a, some lyrics might be
4: yeah so uh, mm-hmm. we all just try to be heard try to make our mark in this world so stand up straight and speak loud and in the end I'm sure you'll do them proud everything will come through it depends on all that you choose now raise your spirit to the sky cause it's time for us to realize there's a time for choosing something we need to pick who's in our lives hold your heart and keep it strong and i know we'll carry on there it is
3: oh my god thank you for that exclusive carly <laughs> you're welcome most most appreciate it you're welcome sounds like a smoking hot uh, uh Anthem for yeah. this for this year's pride and
4: Leo's work is amazing and and Odin and Jerry's work is fantastic too.
3: Awesome. On that note, we're going to take a short musical break. We'll be back with more Carly Oza. Don't go anywhere, folks.
4: Okay. <laughs>
3: All right, we're back here. House of Pride Radio feeling real. Are you feeling real, uh Carly?
4: Mighty, mighty real.
3: <laughs> uh, will you help me rec um uh welcome uh, our next guest to the studio? Uh, go ahead.
4: Wait. <laughs> Fail.
6: Rasa Vidalia. Yay! Thanks Carly, that was fabulous.
3: Wow! Welcome, Raza. How are you doing?
7: I'm doing great, guys. And thank you so much for having me on your show.
3: Thank you for being here. It's the
7: first time kind of since the pandemic kind of came through, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: absolutely. And speaking of which, so what have you been, how have you been <laughs> coping through the pandemic? Highlights? <laughs> Any highlights?
7: Uh, not much. Just uh, drinking water, sucking on candy canes and... Enjoying the, the ride, I guess, the best I can. I mean, <laughs> going outside.
3: It's been tough for entertainers. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I know we've talked about this uh, as a DJ myself. Uh, a lot of the tourism is down in the city. And you, you do part of your entertainment is um, doing those fabulous caricatures at events. And that's been kind of minimalized. Definitely. during Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that's, I think that's, I've always taken back by how talented you are in that area, but I know that the most exciting thing you like to do is dance. So opportunities there have probably been diminished during the pandemic. How have you managed have you gotten any gigs? Come a little closer to that mic, honey. (laughs) Mm.
7: You mean during the pandemic?
3: Well, we're kind of winding down. We're in a low. Thank God, folks. It's like a roller coaster ride. (laughs) We're at the bottom of uh, the hill. Will we go up and down one more time? But um, Mm -hmm. I feel like there might be some opportunities opening up. How how does it look on your performance calendar, so to speak?
7: Mm, I only have one show for this year. That's my performance calendar. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's at the end of the month at the exit theater yeah. All right. that's nice, nice very right? nice yeah i'm gonna do an improv show like not improv me but we're gonna have three performers and someone's gonna throw a song that we don't know and we're just gonna perform to it
4: like that sounds ch- like fun
7: nice challenge yeah i did one i'm doing that one i did one on sunday
4: so, wonderful mm-hmm. amazing yeah
3: How, where did you guys meet have you met out on the stage somewhere
4: uh yes uh we had shows every sunday and saturday at in front of poesia um in front of the castro stitchery where you and i saw each other (laughs) Mm -hmm. and
3: who who knew that so much uh, so many uh, i think we all
4: (laughs) met the same way i think like like that parklet on 18th and, and castro in front of the stitchery doing a show
3: in fact, Raza was the one who filmed me rolling from across the street, I guess. That I shared. Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Like three times.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you wouldn't get out of the car because of the pandemic. That's when we <laughs> were in the height of the pandemic. But you were like watching from the window.
7: <laughs> He's making a joke. No, okay. I just couldn't find
4: parking. You know? Oh,
3: there you couldn't find parking? Oh. Yeah, well, it's tight mm-hmm. in the Castro. But yeah, that was Raza's <laughs> hand- <laughs> handiwork.
4: Depends on who you ask.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess you've got to find a gig where you can. I mean, I was rolling around on the sidewalk. That's oh that's God. the most I've done in a year.
4: <laughs> I literally was like, "What did I just miss?" Because I turned the corner like I don't know, like seven minutes after that took place or something, and everyone was like, "She rolled on the sidewalk," and I was like, "What am I missing? Like, why wasn't I here five <laughs> seconds ago?"
3: I was, you know, I've been locked. They've, I've been locked down. Nice. I've been in lockdown in Maya's orders for some time, and just. You get, look
4: like a tumbleweed. A,
3: a blue tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to play that role. <laughs>
4: Roll
7: with it.
3: Anything, folks. I'm desperate for attention. <laughs> God. It's hard times. Uh so yeah, so Raza, welcome back. Yes. I know we used to hang out here when before the pandemic. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. And I remember seeing you performing um this fabulous sword dance yes. and yes. You know specialized dances like that can you tell us a little bit about your craft
7: oh um
3: self-taught learned classes college what where does it all come from <laughs>
7: <Out> of space <laughs> uh, really i i didn't i didn't really take m- many classes i did like 10 years after performing and i i just understood that there was codified names for moves but i knew the moves so it helped me organize it more or less more the education yeah. of it th- which was cool you know what i mean but um yeah just taking risks challenges what,
3: absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um are some of your uh wh- what what dances are you most passionate about doing performing in front mm-hmm. for people
7: it depends on my mood like this past sunday i was at the great northern and I, and i did a led zeppelin tribute
3: show. cool
4: Sexy. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. I think I saw that look, Carly, on, online. <laughs> Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of your more, more like, um, uh, what's the word? K- not kinky. Um,
7: Punk, edgy.
3: Edgy. Edgy's good. Yeah.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But that's a oh, really, fetish. It fetish. It was like, sort of, it kind of flirted with fetish, uh, you know, bondage perhaps, or domin- dominatrix. hmm A little bit
7: yeah i don't do that that often so it was interesting and it was interesting to have this old school music yep and work with that like oh that's that's different let's do something different so that was that was cool you know everyone was doing led zeppelin
4: yeah that's amazing Mm -hmm. i wish i could have been there that's cool there was a pretty good
3: venue too great northern Mm -hmm. i like that venue i've not been yet like kind of like a big box it's tall yeah hmm well congratulations girl yeah and i want to
4: see i want to see you like reprise whatever you did like and i want to try to make that happen mm-hmm. that's cool
7: at are you still doing the stitchery things at all
4: i may return i'm just uh not sure yet and um i'm i have a couple other things in the works kind of juggling and waiting for some answers and then i'll be in touch i promise
7: yay yeah, yeah carly puts on these awesome shows <laughs>
3: Oh, I didn't ask you about that, Carly. Yeah, Yeah, I I guess I didn't know. At the Stitchery?
4: Yeah, it's been great. Michael Petri's given us those opportunities. He got us a jam permit. We can do stuff. Um, And Francesco, who owns Poesia, is really supportive of it all. And we've had a great time. We've showcased a lot of talent, including Rasa and Kippy Marks. And a ton of people, like a ton of people have gotten to perform because of... And we've made tips, and for some reason, a lot of weed.
5: Oh, <laughs> there's
4: a dispensary around the corner, and they come and drop like actual flour in the tip jar. So, like, if you come and work for me on those days where we all work for tips, you're a musician and you sing, and you, or you dance, and you want to dance, belly dancers are welcome. Any, any type of dance medium, uh, singing, stand up, whatever. If you want to come be part of it, I will be starting up on a future Sunday soon. I just not hundred percent sure when yet. It's gonna be probably March.
7: Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds good.
4: Yeah, so um, I'm always looking to book talent, and some days you get tipped in in money, and other days you get tipped in drugs. So,
3: you know, well, sometimes both money and drugs. <laughs> sometimes it's a combo package every, on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Carly, I don't know if you re- know that Raza recorded some music, some dance music in the past too. That's
4: awesome. I uh, didn't know that. That's cool.
3: wanted to give you a little sample and let our listeners Yes. Yay. Are you going to play your remix? I don't know which one it is. I just oh. uh, I just, you know, this is the only one I have.
4: Play yours so that you're both featured.
3: Yeah. I just don't know. It doesn't say. Make that it quake. just says Make the Quake is the name of the song and you dropped that how many years? ago? A couple years ago. Not yeah, too long. A
4: couple of years
3: ago. Mm-hmm. Well, make the Quake. Make the Quake. I love that let's, title what's the backstory behind that before <laughs> i play it
7: um it's an ode to san francisco i would say first and foremost and then it's about getting on the dance floor or going and, and making the best of your life and making things happen and shake it up and you know have a good time in bed so yeah all about that good stuff good
3: time yes. in bed i heard that did you write the song yeah love it so well,
7: talented
3: let's check it out
7: This is your remake.
3: There it is. That was nice. (laughs) Like, where's the microphone?
4: That was super catchy. I loved it.
3: Real funky, sexy. sexy. Uh, Hey, we have a surprise, Carly. Do you know who it is? No. (laughs) Well, I'll give you a hint. She's running for uh, 2022 Queen of Hearts. Oh. Do, Do you know now? Okay, I will announce our next guest via the telephone. I hope she can hear me. The one and only Christina Ashton. Can you hear me?
5: Yeah. Hello,
4: hello, hello. How are you? Share and share alike.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, girl. I'm good. I'm going to go around the room. I have a couple of guests here that you know. Uh, we have the fabulous uh, Carly Ozar.
4: Yes, Tizai. How are hello, you? Hello, Carly. <laughs>
3: and to my right is uh, Raza Italia.
4: Hey, how are
9: you? Hi, how are you? Long right. time no see, but good to hear.
7: Yes. We're, <laughs> ima- we're imagining you here in the studio. Oh,
9: well, I'm wearing the most fabulous hair and gown you've ever seen.
7: Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> yes. And as you should be in this uh, in this last run for the uh, campaign, can you tell us all about it?
9: Oh, sure. Um, I am running for 2022 the Ducal Court of San Francisco's Duke. Royal Queen of Heart. Uh, it is solely based on raffle ticket sales and all proceeds go to uh, Las Casas De Madres which supports um, victims of domestic violence and children.
3: Wow, that's a serious and, cause. How did you um, come to this, the decision to um, choose that one?
9: Well, I didn't choose the the charity. It was chosen by the Dual Court and those that put the pageant together. And so my responsibility is right now to sell raffle tickets. They're $5 each. All proceeds go to the benefactor, and the person that sells the most becomes queen. And then there are also two competitors running for king.
3: Gotcha. So it's just a serious affair. Like, you folks are taking it serious. This is it, and it's coming down. I think the – when is the actual um, tabulation? Is that next week?
9: The final is this Saturday, the 19th, uh, from 5 to 8 at Midnight Sun on 18th Street. That's the final push,
3: right? You can still sell raffle tickets. That's the final
9: day. We can sell tickets, but by 8 o'clock they will be tabulated and somebody will be crowned.
3: We should all go there and perform or yes. something and, and sell some tickets for Christina. Yes. Yeah. I
9: agree. It is, a, it is an open show. Anybody can join. Oh. When oh. is it?
5: <laughs> <laughs> a, a Saturday.
3: This Saturday, girl. <laughs> what? It's at the, what, The Edge, did you say? Midnight Sun. Oh, The Midnight, midnight Sun. sun. <laughs> and then the midnight Sun. That's a good venue. That's actually right across the street from the Stitchery. Yep. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, we'll come out and support folks listening to us. Um, If you haven't met Christina, she's a fabulous um, performer here in the community, in the LGBTQ community in San Francisco. Get to know her. Come visit us at The Midnight Sun. And also follow you where, honey?
9: Um, On Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It is Jason Seneca. It's Jason, J-A-S-O-N. Seneca is S E. -E 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 N-E-C-A.
3: That's right, because Facebook likes to try to confuse it for us as much as possible. Uh, um, because they, for, what was the f- problem with you not being able to use Christina Ashton?
9: Uh, well, somebody hacked into my account and changed my name. Ooh. Nice. And Facebook jealous. only allows you to change your name every 60 days, so I had to wait 60 days to change it back.
3: Right. It was probably some bitter queen that did that to you. (laughs) Some jealous queen. Sim it down, ladies. All right. (laughs) But yes, folks, come on out and meet Christina this Saturday at the Midnight Sun. Uh, What was that time again, honey?
9: From 5 to 8 p.m.
3: So it's a late afternoon, early evening. Oh, it's a happy hour time too, Carl. She's seriously one of yeah. the best
4: drag queens in the city. And um, Midnight Sun puts on a good show. So mm-hmm.
3: They sure do. And you, she's a great Cher impersonator. Perhaps the best in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Why, thank you. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, what can you tell us a little bit about your platform? If you win Queen of Hearts 2022, what would that well, mean I'll for win. you? And how will you... Share that you know, that title with the rest of us in the community.
7: Great question. Well, I'm very much
9: community driven and as you know, three queens are we spent most of the pandemic performing on sidewalks, raising funds for others. And we have continued to do so since. And again, the Digal Court is a fundraising platform. I'm the current reigning queen of to Kink, and we basically for the year held a monthly fundraiser for various charities and that would be the same thing as Queen of of Heart. I would be responsible for doing a fundraiser chosen by the Duval Court. And then from there on the rest of the year, anything I choose to do to raise funds would go to any charity
3: I choose.
5: Mm.
3: Love it. Sounds great. Well, we wish you the best. Do you guys have any questions? Yes.
7: I, I was wondering if you had like a special gown that you wear as you're out selling raffle tickets or are you do you have anything in mind when you win or when you show up like you have something special for saturday
9: i do okay. i have a gown oh okay a gown hair and hopefully a crown to go on top of it at the end of the night
7: yeah
3: <laughs> it'll be a reveal folks this saturday have come out for that as well bring bring plenty of uh you know camera cell phones and yeah, record and, the and, uh, the moment
7: and ticket and ticket sales, right? You're selling tickets. Br- so. Basically, bring money bring and
3: buy raffle tickets for the cause. Bring money, buy raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, money, buy <laughs> raffle tickets. Um,
9: I have been out and about, and thanks to Tilly at the stitchery we had a, a benefit and raised money to sell tickets. And people came by, and it was amazing. Twee Hill was a special guest, and thank you so much.
4: Yeah.
3: My God, thank you for getting me out of my lockdown.
4: And she rolled. <laughs>
3: At the end of she the number, that's all I was reduced. Three. Left to do was roll. I mean, I used it's on the sidewalk on a slant with a, um, you know, a parking meter in the middle. So it's like a lot of you got to work with what's around your your surroundings, right, Curly? Yes.
4: Yeah. Yes. Hello. I didn't have a mic. I didn't have a mic, and I still was like, I'm gonna sing anyway.
3: You projected. And <laughs> you did. <laughs> A natural, amplif- you amplified your voice naturally on the buildings behind us and <laughs> in the park. Oh, and
9: Carly. Yes? Um, I'm also going to use my, if I win, I will use my platform as Queen of Hearts to get Dorothy Bishop to San Francisco.
4: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, where do I sign up to vote? Oh, my God. I have to buy raffle
3: tickets. You have to come and buy you raffle buy tickets raffle Saturday. T- okay. It's okay. as simple as that. Just okay. show up and buy raffle tickets and perform. Okay. And generate more raffle tickets
9: Exactly
6: mm-hmm. Okay,
4: I'll see what's going on But I will definitely try
3: Well, I'll, I'll be there, Raza What about it. you?
4: I'll check it out
3: Alright mm-hmm. We're all coming We're all going to yep. be there And support the cause I think would I you would be a great spokesperson For Queen of Hearts Oh, me
4: too oh, I'll goodness. be there okay.
3: And Olivia Hart's in Michi- Michigan right now uh, And she love sends her. her love to you I spoke with her earlier
9: Yes, yes. I saw some fabulous pictures on Facebook
3: yeah, she's promoting uh, "Beautiful by Night" that film.
4: Nice, Frameline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
3: at the, I think it's at the University of Michigan. Yep. Big time.
4: I love our queens. Yeah.
3: Yeah. For me, I I need more than night to be beautiful. I need like like a little whiteout snowstorm <laughs> but that's another movie
7: snowstorm <laughs> a good
9: squint never hurt any queen
3: <laughs> a hailstorm. I look beautiful <laughs> um, anyways we'll let you go but thank you for I know you're super busy thank you for allotting us a few minutes to get into it with you uh, do you guys have oh, well, any thank other you so much. you're welcome I was
9: hoping to be there but got stuck at work late but
3: that's okay we'll have a whole studio. year a whole year of promoting your fundraisers.
4: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
3: Thank you. You take care, honey. Yay. Everyone say goodbye right. to the Bye. one Bye, and only Christina Anstern. Bye, Bye,
7: Christina.
9: Good night. Good I will night. see you all Saturday. We love you.
3: See you Saturday and folks go Saturday to the Midnight Sun, 5 to 8 p.m. right here in the Castro, San Francisco. Bye, honey. And
9: Bye. Night. Have a good night.
4: You too. Saw the Midnight Sun. The Midnight Sun. Mama. Is that a song?
3: A little improv.
4: It, it's this weird jazz song that I can't ever understand. Do you know that one?
3: No, it was just improv. It's literally one of the
4: hardest songs I've ever listened to. Like if I had that assignment. Why? Was, What's the phrasing? It, it is a chromatic it? nightmare. Okay. But yeah. in a really challenging, like I kind of want to do it way.
3: Yeah. Work it out.
4: No. <laughs> or <not>. It's hard.
3: <laughs> Work it out well look at the time we have three minutes left so mm. we'll go out with that crazy ass song that you did with Poyo. okay yay <laughs> but uh, what we do at House of Pride now is like last thoughts so Jerry Ro- Springer yes poodles Rosa. <laughs> no last thoughts what, what do we what do people want to know where can we follow you for that's a good one
7: you can follow my ass <laughs> oh, hey.
3: You can see it from half a mile away. I know, it's fucking <laughs> huge. <laughs> Gotta make that quake.
7: Make that quake, baby. Yeah, you can see me on Facebook, Rasa Vitalea. Uh, I have com, And I'm working on hopefully getting a travel kind of lifestyle show together of uh, an artist or a burlesque or something to rattle the cage. So going to get that together. I think that will be fun.
3: I think so too. Mm-hmm. Do you still have, you have your web?
7: Yeah. I do. That's uh, .com? Yeah, com.
3: Awesome. Yeah. And Carly jumped in for to be my uh, co-host today. I really appreciate that. That's fun. Anytime. Awesome. I say we do it again. Yes. Uh, where can uh, your fans and new fans follow you?
4: Um, Okay, so I'm on Instagram, Carly Ozard, C-A-R-L-Y-O-Z-A-R-D, and my website is currently being uh, transferred, but all the information is still there, the important stuff is still there, so just www.carlyozard.com, and if you follow me on any platforms like Spotify or anything like that, it always helps, Um, it's how you can... Uh, support artists for free is by following them on different platforms and getting their listeners higher and uh if you ever want to use my song for anything reach out i love to put my my songs uh you know for good
3: causes absolutely like place it place it in an ad or in a film yep indie film
4: any of those things but yes i'm working on that too
3: (laughs) hey i love it thank you mike Fabulous guests thank for you joining for having us. Thank you. This, this is our first show in some time. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's like a, a queen taken to glitter again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank
4: you for here. having us. Yeah.
3: You're welcome. Well, we'll go out with your song. I just wanted to say, uh, like, House of Pride Radio on Facebook. Uh, just go there and like the page. The, yes. the more, the merrier for us. And then join us next Wednesday at 8 p.m., our new time here at Mutiny Radio Station in San Francisco. So right now we're going to go out with uh, the uh, compl- collaboration, not combination, uh, of uh, Poil de Mar, who we talked about already. Yeah,
4: and we're going to use your mix, right?
3: Yeah. Thank n- Not because I'm that into... Playing it, my stuff so much, it's just the only mix I can find offhand. Okay,
4: yeah, play the <laughs> in one in my that library. you remix. Okay, so we've got Leo Frappier, DJ Russ Rich, Tweeka Turner, Pollo Del Mar, Carly Ozard. Holy crap, hit it.
3: Production, label, before, befo- artist, you're the artist, S- mm-hmm. and uh, so is Pollo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty a team, I would say, a team yeah, production. That's a pretty gay team, I'd say. <laughs> a gay team. In fact, it, you're absolutely right about that. So here we go. Uh, the name of the song is uh, "I'd, I'd Rule the World," and you can find it uh, again, like with all your other music, on all digital platforms. Amen. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye, bitch.
2: International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes, all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the US government and its personal as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents perhaps including his partner John Wessex the Enigma brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers get it on Amazon
10: Billy Bob you ever want to be funny well, my dogs
11: think I'm funny, Daryl.
10: Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot.
11: From time to time, I've been giving it a thought
10: of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements.
11: No way! What is this dang nabbit thing called?
10: It's joke workshop. Joke workshop? Yep, every Monday, six to eight p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're
11: saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from six to
10: eight? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius.
1: Yahoo!
6: 499. I was just leaving the theater.
2: ...convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material, I drove it up here,
6: And I started to do some
2: thinking. ...around on the freeway
6: and I'm having a, a really, really good time.
5: Flat, black, classic. ...smoking big spliffs and cruising on the freeway, I, a good I am a total friendly, Starr, voice is absolutely right. I am Teddy, Beas,
11: an adolescent.
1: And I will cut
11: Handel the Blake. Shit. Henry? Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh,
12: from your chief nurse major O'Houlihan. she makes some accusations,
2: Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Has John Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon
3: you near Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we gotta serve somebody.
0: With side bags and cool stuff. Talk to Under. Go to SkinOnSkins.com. That's dot com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. He'll put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com. At 20th and Mission, check them out at SkinOnSkins.com.
1: Visit www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer again www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer to find out how
13: Zoom. So.
12: Hello, hello. Howdy. I'm Claudia.
8: And I am the Loaf.
12: You're here with us on the eighth night of Peatmas.
8: <laughs> the seventh night of Peatmas. Oh, the eighth night, yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, it was a week ago, it was the first night. Oh, you're right. Yeah. This on the seventh day of Peatmas. <laughs> you know the <this> song. <laughs> I don't feel a week over 45 years old. Oh, welcome. Welcome to the Claudia and the Loaf Show. And uh, yeah, we we, we uh, brought some music tonight.
12: Yeah. This is, uh, again, I was out of commission for most of...
8: <laughs> yeah, I want everybody days. to keep their voices down. I'm going to turn the lights down a little low. Claudia has had some migraines.
12: Yeah, I've had, a, like, a crazy sinus
8: migraine for the last three days, so I've been useless. I'm, you know, living with me, I'm surprised you don't have more migraines. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, thank God it's the sinuses. Yeah, or, or, or is it a quotation marks when you're sinuses. talking to your friend Sarah? It's <laughs> My sinuses um, are yeah. giving me a headache again. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I get those too. Like, no, like not like this. You, know. you don't. No, nope. obviously you don't. It's code word for
12: Pete. <laughs>
8: uh, no,
12: but uh, the Loaf uh, put together this amazing, amazing. Song.
8: I out of a lot of your records and y- yeah, and m- mine stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah, we've
12: also done a lot of record shopping in the last couple of weeks. We have. And,
8: uh, uh, and so we're showcasing. Pete Miss P- 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 is treated as well this year. It yeah. has. Um, a lot, a lot of Miss specials, uh, come in here, um, actually i a couple of things on that, uh, last one there, uh, Captain Beefheart started us off with upon the my oh my, and as I was telling, uh, Sean from Bughouse Square, it's like, we were talking about Captain Beefheart, it's like, the more normal he tries to sound weird here he is you know <laughs> right. like like even his early arm you know rhythm and blues stuff kind of you know still had a little like you know weirdness to it and then you s- save his milk and then you get like fucking trout mask replica which is like melt your brain off you know yeah. bad trip album right. and but like y- you get it this it's is like, like
12: somebody was you know holding a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
8: <laughs> holding a gun to <laughs> people's heads or yeah. whatever like. which was the case but this <laughs> is funny this is like him working with like you know a nice like array of musicians little backup band there's like horn solos and stuff and y- you can see that there's a, I think there's a video of this. It was in, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was the, the whistle stop test. And they were performing this song. And it's funny because everybody else is just kind of like classic 70s kind of look and feel, and you know, vibe and trying to look good for the cameras. And just like Captain Bifar is up there like a goddamn Muppet. And right. Like <laughs> and like but that's why we love him. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure.
12: Like if he was normal. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like you said, the more normal you tried to be, the worse it was. Like, no, just be here, fucking whackadoo self.
8: And the next one was um, actually—it's ex- i wasn't gonna say anything, but it's actually mine and Claudia's song. Um, I wasn't gonna say anything because <laughs> she, she she didn't know that until now. But who is uh, who was that? The Butthole Surfers. With uh, I saw an X-ray of a girl passing gas. He's like, he's saying I fart a lot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it under x-ray, so, you <laughs> know, not, not until not until our wedding night, yeah. you know, so I guess never. Some things
12: <laughs> have to be private. <laughs> right.
8: <laughs> and then, um, uh, Brian Jonestown Massacre with If Love is the Drug. We and just
12: watched uh, a, a documentary about mm-hmm. them. Uh, yeah,
8: Claudia had never seen Dig. No. And I was like, oh, man, it you gotta... it's really good. Y- 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 you know, you've heard stories about how this motherfucker's crazy, but, like... I don't know. As crazy as he is, and like you can say some things about Anton in there, I I, I I love and respect his music, uh, some of it, anyways. Oh, definitely. Um,
12: well, like I was saying, it holds up.
8: You know. Yeah. Uh, however, the Dandy Warhols, who the guy who made the movie, was a Dandy Warhol. And like, Our parents are all still together. We're blah, blah, blah. We're getting married and having kids. We're doing blah. And he just had this yeah, like. I What better th- than uh, I, Oh, then he's talking. We didn't the, the, the songwriting credit. The bass player wants songwriting credits like, again. Yeah probably helped you write that song (laughs) probably why it came up Uh, i was gonna
12: say that i think the thing i walked away with like from that (laughs) documentary the most was like i just want to punch that dude
8: (laughs) (laughs) right uh i i guess i just said the same in the 90s too but like now i have like no, now now i have reason you know like god you're a fucking douche
12: well it's funny he was so full of himself and like so down on brian Jonestown massacre but if you listen to the two bands
8: one is significantly better than the other. Oh, one sh-
12: holds up now, and one is just sounds like a product of the 90s. You said dated. Like, dated is yeah, the dated. right word.
8: Like, Brian Jonestown's Massacre sounds like a little bit of all over, and it's it's got its own unique thing. Yeah. And put it this way Brian Jonestown Massacre is touring again. Yeah. I would go see them if I right. had the opportunity, maybe. <laughs> if the Dandy Warhols were touring, I would laugh and definitely not go, right. which I think a lot of other people, yeah. So we're we're Team Brian jonestown Massacre on that one. I don't know if you've seen the movie Dig. It's um, it's on Prime. It, it's on Prime, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's got a little little bit of San Francisco rock and roll history there, um, as they were uh, sit, uh lived here for a while. I think it's where they formed originally. Anyway, enough about that druggy stuff. Let's get into the cramps with "Let's Get Fucked Up." <laughs> 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 you know, some good old-fashioned music. That one speaks for itself, and then the Flaming Lips. Believe it or not, that was the Flaming Fucking Lips doing Jesus shooting heroin off the uh, the three CD set called uh, "Finally the Punk Rockers Are Doing LSD." Um, I said it out loud. I could taste acid, and I was in high school again. But uh, yeah, uh, interesting. Like I picked this up uh, at Amoeba. It was like ten bucks for three CDs. And I'd had this before, and it slipped out of my grips. I'd loaned it or lost it somewhere. I was so surprised to see it, and so surprised to see it for so cheap. And um, it was sitting in the front of the little bins too. Like I would, I wouldn't have been like, "Oh, flaming lips, let's take a look." You know, ex- you wouldn't expect to find this one it's floating around as much. And it was like right in front. It was like nine ninety nine. I'm like, "Holy shit, that's your yeah." We're taking you home. But Jesus shooting heroin. Which, be honest, Claudia, we don't play a whole lot of songs about Jesus.
12: On we the don't, show. we don't, and it's well, we're here to fix that tonight. Yeah, it's a good segue into our next set. Yeah, here. <laughs> yeah,
8: yeah. All right, the people out there, all those critics, blowing up our Twitter <laughs> <laughs> about how we don't play enough Jesus songs here on the Claudia and the Loaf show. The whole next set, Jesus Christ, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ. Who? <laughs> <laughs>
12: So we're kicking it off with uh what here? The Velvet Underground? The Velvet Underground,
8: yeah, yeah. They sing they're all they think about heroin and Jesus too, uh, you know.
12: <laughs> In the background we're listening to hot pianos.
8: <laughs> this is hot pianos, uh, yeah, we'll be playing more of this. This is uh th- th- thought I kinda set the mood for the night.
11: Spend me to cry around the reasons you have to. you yeah.
13: their ears and let that trouble through. Now you don't have to simplify the old car what they may do. But everybody needs somebody that can talk to. Well, he spoke to me of morality, starvation, pain, and sin. Matter of fact, the whole dang time that